Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my incredibly helpful mm. and helpful, helpful? healthy word? and healthy. I'm the epitome of health according to my PCP. Co-host, Donna Lee. <laughs> Hello everybody, happy day. I found a candle that says, oh happy day. This is a men's health show. I am a board-certified urologist. Dr. Mystery is my real name. Is it? Despite all of those naysayers out there. The guy who said that you were full of it and that's not your name? No, he never said <laughs> I was full of it. He just called me gimmicky. Yeah, but I think other people might say you're full of it. You know what? M-I-S-T-R-Y. Google that. This is a men's health show. Google it. Was it. Brought, this show is brought to you by the urology practice that I started in 2007. Mm-hmm. But now see we're that, big time. See all that gray hair on your face. That is a lot of gray hair. <laughs> I tell you, after hiking 100 miles in Philmont with my son. Yes. Two weeks. Yes. You were gone. Um, and that, the beard that I had at the end of that. Epic. M- it made me feel very, very, very old. Mm. Mm. I bet. Because you came back looking a little tired after a two-week hike. Yeah. Yeah. One week it took me to recover. I heard your toes still hurt. My, I cannot feel two of my toes. I might need to go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. We have clinic locations all over the Austin area. That's where we started. Uh, but we see patients uh, from all over the country and even all over the world when it comes to specialized medical problems. We mm-hmm. are here open and ready to see you and take care of your needs, whether they be just men's health oriented or uh, any urologic condition. Donna, mm-hmm. how do people get a hold of us and where are our offices? That's right. We, we will recover you from the nipples to the knees. Nipples to the knees. Speaking <laughs> of needs. Uh, we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Our number is 512 238 our website is armormenshealth.com and our email address I like to sing is armormenshealth at gmail.com okay very nice uh, today okay. we have a guest and you know I love guests mm-hmm. I love guests yeah. as a specialist our business and most of our patients come from referrals from primary care medicine and although I think a lot of our patients might think that we practice a majority of primary care medicine in mm-hmm. fact we really rely on the frontline medical practitioner to help take care of the day-to-day issues that patients deal with mm-hmm. and make sure that their medical home is well taken care of so mm-hmm. somebody that knows what specialist you're seeing and what medicines you're on and make sure that you're staying healthy both for you and your family we have Dr. Lamia Kadir. She's with Family Medicine Austin. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. So we see patients that have high blood pressure all of the time. And the management of high blood pressure changes so much from doctor to doctor. When we measure their blood pressure here in the office, a lot of times it's high. And I think it's because I'm incredible. And maybe you're just excited about seeing me. Because you make people nervous. (laughs) Yeah, I do make people nervous, don't I? Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to stick things in different holes and stuff like that. They're very unhappy about that. Like if you have a normal blood pressure and you're about to get a vasectomy, we should really worry about it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. So if you're out there and you think that you might have high blood pressure, or how do you determine whether a patient has high blood pressure? And then what are some of the initial things that you do that are non-medication based to try to get that person out of that? That's a good question. So first of all, because that patient is probably not evaluating their blood pressure on a regular basis, if you get a high number, essentially anything above a 140 over 90 is abnormal at any point in time. However, you're absolutely correct. So I'll have patients come in, they're nervous, they maybe ran up the stairs because they're late. That initial blood pressure should be verified. 
ideally manually. Which means not that electronic thing. Which means, means not the ele- electronic with- blood pressure cuffs are fine. I mean, the American Academy of Family Physicians definitely says accept these electronic monitors. But the bottom line is you can't diagnose blood pressure with just one number. So that, that's a little bit of a load off of you. So if you get a high and it's not an emergency, so 160 on what, the top. Are the, what do the numbers mean? My husband checks yeah. his blood pressure 10 times a day, and, and I don't know And some people think it's the, high, the, the top number that matters, yeah. the, the bottom numbers that matter. Mm, what they, they both mean? matter. Set, settle it for us. Yeah, <laughs> so 140 over 90 is the magic number. If you can mm-hmm. remember that, it'll make life easier for you. Okay. Anything that hits a 140 on the top or a 90 on the bottom is abnormal. If that happens on two occasions, there's a chance that you have hypertension, which is prevalent Globally, it's probably the number one reason that patients see their regular doctors for chronic prescriptions. It's a big deal. And having a high blood pressure can put you at risk for stroke, for heart attack. Absolutely. And erectile dysfunction. Let's not talk about the most important Mm. thing. The whole purpose of the heart is really just to pump blood to the penis. Wow. That's that's definitely um, a different way of looking at it. Really? They don't teach you that in medical school? It it is important. Did you not go to Baylor? probably number five. (laughs) uh, Number one stroke. You know, think of it as... uh, Think of the heart as a pump. It's pumping against a system. That big fat artery called the aorta feeds the rest of the body. In blood pressure patients, which classically, for all of you who don't know, runs in families, and so there's a genetic predisposition here for a lot of these people, imagine that artery is narrower. It's just too narrow. When we give you medication, which is one of the treatments of blood pressure, and ultimately everyone's headed in that direction, and we'll get to that in a second, I'm trying to open up the flood pipe so that the rest of the body, including the penis, is getting blood supply. Mainly the penis, as yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, including the penis. <laughs> so, so when you have a patient that comes and they see us, what we usually require, what, what I, what I mm-hmm. ask them to do mm-hmm. is go and purchase a blood pressure cuff. I think it's And not great the advice. most expensive one. Yeah. I say go buy a $50 blood pressure cuff mm-hmm. and measure your blood pressure in the morning before for coffee like five or seven times and then send me the number. You think, you think that's solid advice for somebody to do? I think that's great advice. You, you don't want to create a level of anxiety. So I tell them, take the cuff. In my case, if I'm worried, yes, more than more than seven times a week is a great idea. But I just tell them, take it once a week, alter the time. So great advice. Your blood pressure classically is higher in the morning when you wake up. Um, with and without caffeine is a great idea. Um, but if you're like my patient, I have a 60-year-old um, male patient whose blood pressure was crazy. He was on three medications. He, um, I couldn't get it down, and something was wrong. And I was like, listen, do you drink soda? He's like, I drink stuff. I'm like, what do you drink? He's like, Mountain Dew. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I could have left Bull. it there and known that, that there was some decent caffeine intake daily. And like, how much do you drink? He's like a bottle. Oh. But I, I felt like something was missing. I'm like, how much? What, how big is a bottle? He's like a liter. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Do you drink a liter a day? He's like, yes. And so here you have his diet, his potential poor decisions that he's been making for a long time contributing to hypertension. Well, that's why we felt like we couldn't control it. So you said earlier, diet, exercise are important. Don't Ultimately, we medically, medically, we call that a no-no. No, I, 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 I was hoping that you weren't going to chime in and talk about my previous diet coke intake. <laughs> a liter, is, you quit. What caffeine's a, a drug. A cup quit. of coffee is fine. What an amateur. But- <laughs> 
a liter of Mountain Dew. Come on, people's like let's take it. So easy. if somebody is approaching blood pressure, you know, in the mm-hmm. literature that comes out from the American Heart Association, they talk a little bit about pre-hypertension, yep. pre-diabetes, you know, all yep. these preconditions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the patients that I see are in their 30s. Yep. So they they haven't really kind of entered medical care yet. They're mm-hmm. looking to have a family or something of that nature, or even a vasectomy. And so what I try to do is try to find preventative things for them to consider. So you mentioned one good ones: caffeine intake, lim- limiting that. We would also probably include smoking censation oh, in that. Weight loss, I always consider like a really big thing for high blood pressure. What do you think? <laughs> oh, weight loss? Are you kidding? Obesity is an ep- epidemic. At one time, we thought 33%. I think we're hovering closer to almost 50% of Americans are overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of them, and I'm working really hard at that. Any amount of weight loss is going to help everything, whether it be decreasing your blood pressure, preventing diabetes, decreasing your cholesterol, taking it easy on your knees, and, of course, helping your penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. See, we already taught so her. Even just losing five Even pounds. not going to Baylor College of Medicine. That's right. She she's, said she's, penis She's teachable. Time. She's teachable. Good job. So um, <laughs> the other thing that I, I think is important for people to remember is also this idea of stress management. When we were younger in educating, we always knew or thought that stress helped to contribute to disease. And then we went to medical school and they were like, it's not stress, it's bacteria. You know, like, like, like we completely gave up conventional wisdom when we were educating. And now that I'm getting older and doing more and more things, I'm realizing how much stress management plays a role oh, in, in in affecting us when it comes to blood pressure and stress response. Maybe you could talk to the advice that you give to people when it comes to techniques for stress management. Techniques for stress management. There we are many. Meditate. I, I think the bottom line in the way I present it to patients is stress is poison. And there's no other way to look at it. I think it comes in different forms for my younger population patient population demographics down in um, central Austin, I find that their jobs are a huge cause of their stress. Jobs and wives. Jobs and (laughs) wives, or um, in my case, husbands. Mm -hmm. Husbands, thank you, Donna. Mm -hmm. Stress management. First, uh, target what's giving you stress. So for me, it was work. And so I decreased my hours and decreased my stress. That's important. Unfortunately, as a result of that stress over compounded over many years, I have gained a decent amount of weight. Did you know that stress responses increase cortisol production and cortisol is a fat building hormone? We talk about it all the time. Can you, you imagine? Know? And so stress yeah. inherent, you know. People know that stress to- causes people, people to get bigger. Uh, so increased blood pressure, increased diabetes, increased penis problems, you name it. So mm-hmm. stress strategies, basics. Target what's causing you stress. I love therapy. I think everybody needs to be in therapy. We all have things to talk about and unload. And if you have access to it, if you can afford it, it's always a good idea to talk to Acupuncture, someone. Acupuncture, meditation. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, sex is, is a oh, stress we, reliever. We believe it. Yes, I know. A therapist has actually told me that. And, and and a good, healthy relationship with your sexual partner is important. Um, exercise decreases stress. Meditation, something that I'm trying to focus on and I'm having a hard time focusing. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of, and then of course, I have plenty of patients with anxiety and depression. So, so for our listeners that. out there, let's not forget 140 over 90 is your magic blood pressure yeah. number. Both numbers are important. And if you want to make an appointment with Dr. Kadir, at fa- you can visit familymedicineaustin.com or call 512-872-6868. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 